Blog Talk Radio. It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Good Tuesday evening to you, and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana Thornton, and I am excited that you've opted to join us live this Tuesday, April 25th, 2017. Welcome to a brand new week and a brand new broadcast for us. I trust you're having a great week thus far. Now, can you believe it? May is almost upon us. In fact, this is the final Tuesday of April 2017. Now, of course, 2017 is here and well underway. Stay with us for the upcoming months for more original programming and balanced news talk. We have some unique and original programming aimed to keep you informed. Please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a platform that keeps you engaged. It's a very congested industry. I don't need to tell you that. Now, if you're listening to us for the very first time, I certainly welcome you. And remember that you can listen in again at your convenience. All you have to do is simply visit www.ltaradio.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative news talk for every single member of your household, regardless of generation. Now, over the past four years, we have presented exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics out there, including health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, and pop culture. And, of course, we seek those leading experts and celebrity guests that offer their perspective. Right now, I would ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio. Please use the hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, it doesn't matter, on your favorite social media outlet. There's two reasons why. One, you are allowing others, your family, friends, colleagues, to know that you are tuned in to Let's Talk America Radio. And second, it's a great way for us to find you. We often go searching for the hashtag, and we do follow back. Do connect with us on social media, okay? Well, let's get ready to be informed, and we have some awesome featured conversations for tonight that aims to impress and inform. First off, did you know that 1 million Americans live with Parkinson's disease? Approximately 60,000 Americans are diagnosed with Parkinson's disease each year, and the incidence of the disease increases with age. Tonight, we have nationally renowned neurosurgeon Dr. Brian Copel. He is with us. Now, he is pioneering the use of an implant to control Parkinson's symptoms. Wow, you want to hear this exclusive interview. Also, you probably already realize that incorporating healthy eating habits and exercise into our daily routines can seem like a challenging undertaking because of temptation. Well, Dr. John. Awabi, a Chief Health and Nutrition Officer at Herbal Life Nutrition, joins us tonight to discuss the benefits of joining a nutrition club to help achieve goals of creating habits that may very well lead to a long-term healthy and active lifestyle. Also, today's couples are more diverse than ever, no matter what your relationship looks like. Every couple has one thing in common, the need to talk about the finances. That's what the money word. Well, Money Management Coach Liz Dizelle joins us tonight to discuss this critical topic. You want Want to hear her advice. Also, we will spotlight those much-talked-about standardized tests taking place now throughout the nation. While testing is one measure of a student's progress, the results aim to provide feedback about our students' progress. Parenting experts Stacey Skelly and Amy Reilly, Director of K-12 Innovative Assessment Solutions and former English teacher, join us tonight to talk about the stress parents and students both have regarding the testing and just how to prepare our young scholars so they can do their very best. 
stay tuned in. And lastly, many of you may have realized that Earth Day took place over the weekend on Saturday, April 22nd. We had the opportunity to interview Sean Saper. He's the CEO of Clean the World, and we speak about an innovative campaign that continues past Earth Day, aimed to help the environment and people. Check out this exclusive interview. Well, as you can see, our lineup is right on time for someone, and you have to stay with us because we're offering informative news talks that aims to educate you and keep you up to date with the latest chatter around the water cooler at your office tomorrow morning. Keep in mind that our signature in the news will air in mere seconds, and that's where we highlight the trending news of the day. You should know that we cover timely news, great talk, and phenomenal music. And tonight, we are spotlighting the one and only Sean Mixon, and he has a new song out. You'll want to stay with us to the end of the program to listen to it. All right, everyone. And friendly reminder, if you can't listen to the entire show, no worries, but always remember to go back and listen to our podcast episodes, okay? We offer digital media at your convenience. You can listen to the entire show again or just one or two interviews. We make it easy because we realize you are busy. You have lots of things to do, but that shouldn't interfere with you staying informed. Well, we'll be back on in mere seconds. Right now, please message your family, friend, colleague, or even your next-door neighbor in your apartment complex and let them know that we have engaging news talks that inform everyone in the community, okay? There are lots of left-wing, right-wing radio shows out there. We're balanced news talk right down the middle. We're giving you the information, bringing in the experts, letting them tell you their perspective, and we believe that you're smart and savvy enough to make your own decision. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show, where we offer news talk and music. This is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Art Homes Realty Group, LLC, is a woman-owned independent real estate firm located in Conyers, Georgia, but serving Metro Atlanta and its suburbs. Art Homes was started just 18 months ago and currently has agents in Rockdale, Newton, Henry, Gwinnett, and Fayette Counties. We're currently looking for new or experienced residential and or commercial realtors. Call Angela Campbell, broker and owner, at 404-821-3455. We're achieving results and committed to service. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Well, as always, I would like to acknowledge our national listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your loyalty means so much. We also would like to acknowledge that you are telling family and friends about your very own family radio talk show. Please continue to tell others about it. We are growing in numbers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, a quick acknowledgement and thank you to all of our national sponsors and partners. Your support is priceless. Now, if you're listening to my voice right now and you have an organization, your own business, and you are interested in partnering with an innovative, award-winning national program, and you would like to continue with your branding and marketing, please connect with us so we can help you out. Send us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com, A-D-M-I-N at ltaradio.com. Well, everyone, it is now time for our signature segment in the news, and this is where we highlight the trending news of the day. Quick housekeeping note, Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton Radio Show has partnered with SCB-TV Channel 182 out of Georgia on the Charter Network, and there we present the televised edition of In the News. Now, if you live in Brooklyn, New York, and you're saying to yourself, Shana, I don't live in Georgia. How can I watch the news in a timely manner? Well, no worries. Simply visit ltaradio.com. Visit our website at ltaradio.com. There you will find on every single page of the website our Vimeo link. Click on our Vimeo link, and you can watch the news on the go. Again, uh, we have created a media balanced news talk in the way you want, okay, on demand. Well, it's now time for our signature in the news. In the news for April 25th, 2017, approval ratings in the spotlight. 
A recent poll released Sunday by ABC News and Washington Post showed President Donald Trump approaching his 100th day in office with the lowest level of support of any modern president. 42% of people approved of Trump's performance at this point, while 53% said they disapproved. In a separate NBC and Wall Street Journal poll, 40% of respondents approved of President Trump's performance, and 54% disapproved. Now, despite the president's low approval ratings, polls do show him retaining support among his core base of voters. The polls also reveal that respondents found both the Democratic and Republican parties out of touch with the concerns of most Americans. In the news, possible government shutdown over budget. The U.S. Congress faces a Friday deadline to pass a budget bill and avoid a federal government shutdown. Feuds between the White House and Congress over funding to pay for a border wall, as well as Obamacare subsidies and funding for the military, are all at stake. Some sources claim that Congress is making progress under the deadline pressure, but they also acknowledge that significant division remains, and Congress will have just a few days to get a bill to the president's desk. President Donald Trump did share on Twitter over the weekend his dissatisfaction with congressional Democrats for not supporting his proposed border wall for Mexico, citing that the wall could curb drug and gang activity. And finally, in the news, breast cancer on the rise for one group. Breast cancer rates have been steadily increasing among Asian American women over the past 15 years. Women of South Asian descent showed the most dramatic increases in breast cancer rates in the study presented by the Cancer Prevention Institute of California. Researchers say it calls attention to the need to understand how different health problems can impact various Asian American populations. According to the new study, breast cancer seemed to stabilize in other racial groups. What are your thoughts on these trending news stories? Do join us on Twitter. The handle there is S. S. Thornton. The handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N, okay? Join us, and if you are a news junkie or you simply like to stay informed, you want to join us on Twitter because we share breaking news stories 24 hours a day, okay? So you can stay engaged and know what's going on with the world at large. Well, everyone, we'll be back on in mere seconds, and we are talking about something that matters, your health. We're putting the spotlight on Parkinson's disease. Did you know that April was Parkinson's Awareness Month? And if you're thinking, well, that doesn't run in my family, well, we have a medical expert on, and he wants to share with you some information that is vital, okay? And keep in mind, you never know what health crisis may hit you or a loved one. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show, where we offer news, talk, and music. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. My name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our Inspirational Corner, and this is where we share one motivational statement intended to get you through your busy week. Tonight's statement comes from Thomas Edison, who once said, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Once again, well-known inventor Thomas Edison once said, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Uh, What a very strong statement that clearly speaks for itself. You know, uh, life will offer lots of dynamics, some good, some bad, and some ugly, right? Um, But we should never give up. If you fall down eight times, get up at least nine more times. Always try again. Don't say, well, this was a disaster. It didn't work out. There's no need for me to try this or anything else again. We have to be careful speaking like that or surrounding ourselves with people that even suggest that because that eventually can affect your self-esteem. And before you know it, you're closed up and you're not doing anything. Make this life your best one, okay? And always push full speed ahead. Well, everyone, we'll be on in mere seconds and we're putting the spotlight on your health. Specifically, we're talking Talking about Parkinson's disease. Did you know that April was Parkinson's Awareness Month? Where we're putting the spotlight on this very important topic, and we have more for you tonight. You're listening to LTA Radio. Remember to use the hashtag LTA Radio, all caps or lowercase, on your favorite social media site. If you're on Facebook, go right ahead and take a selfie and post LTA Radio. We're also out there on Instagram, we're on Snapchat, we're on Google Plus, Pinterest, Twitter, you name it, we're there. You're listening to your family radio talk show. We aim to keep you engaged and informed. 
This is Atlanta-based gospel singer Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shane Thornton. Yeah. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Now, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those important issues that concern you. What matters more than your health? Now, did you know that April is National Parkinson's Month? A reminder that one million Americans, that's right, one million Americans live with Parkinson's disease. More than more than combined of people diagnosed with other conditions such as multiple sclerosis, and multiple dystrophy, and Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm no expert on this, but right now, I am very honored to have a renowned neurosurgeon at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York who is a pioneer in treatment to help people with this very critical disease, Parkinson's disease, the one and only Dr. Brian Cabell. Doctor, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being on. Now, we've had several listeners reach out to us wanting to know more information about Parkinson's disease, so this is the right time to put the spotlight on it. Do we know what causes Parkinson's Yes, in essence, we have a, a very good idea of uh, what starts the process. In essence, it's what happens is that there's a, uh, a group of cells in the brain called the substantia nigra that essentially die, um, and they are, normally produce a chemical called dopamine. So this uh, chemical has begun to get lost in the brain, and as a result, the symptoms of Parkinson's disease emerge. Wow, and now, uh, friendly reminder for all of our listeners right now, review what those symptoms are. Well, um, in essence, they are a, a very well-known uh, constellation of symptoms. Tremor, which is a rhythmic motion of the arms and legs and sometimes head and neck. Something okay. called rigidity, where the muscles become very, very stiff. And also something called bradykinesia, where the muscles become very, very slow. It's like moving in slow motion all the time. Wow. Now, Doctor, do we know who's more at risk? Because when we talk about health conditions, we know it can happen to anybody, but a lot of times certain groups are more target for some diseases. Is that true for Parkinson's? Well, we know that it's a disease of aging in essence. So, you know, the, the peak incidence is in our generally our sixth decade. So there's something about living, so to speak, that predisposes us to this disease it, itself. Um, okay. But in essence, you know, the uh, male, female, that, that part has not been worked out yet. I see. So um, at this point, we just need to be aware from everyone, but you're saying it does tend to happen more so as we age. Yes, it's a disease of aging. And what's the um, most common age of diagnosis? Sometime in the sixth decade. I see. Now, tell us about your efforts to help people with this very serious disease. So, you know, my, my field of expertise is in something called neuromodulation. In essence, um, I uh, work in an area called deep brain stimulation. And deep brain stimulation kind of can be conceived of as a pacemaker for the brain. So many of these oh, wow. neurological diseases, like you said, like Parkinson's disease and, and things like MS and, and, and others are essentially the result of abnormal electrical signals in the brain. And oh. we are able to place a hair-like electrode inside the brain at various different targets. We can regulate those electrical activities and dramatically improve the quality of life of patients. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, so the research is saying that uh, some individuals are certainly benefiting from this? Many are benefiting from this. And, and the real tragedy is that many patients don't, aren't aware of this therapy that's been around okay. for 15 years and that can radically change the, uh, the, the quality of their life. Now, for a parent um, who may be listening in right now or someone who has the disease and they're like, I've never heard of this, I'm certainly willing to try this, uh, who would you suggest they speak with, a neurologist? Sure, their physician, their neurologist is always a, a good place to start. But, you know, we, we, we're living in an era of self-empowerment. Uh, you know, the, the Internet is a, it can be a very good resource of information, and I would say they can look online and look for um, foundations such as the Michael J. Fox Foundation, the okay. National Parkinson's Foundation, and, you know, your local medical center can also uh, give some information regarding this technology. Wow. Now, where are we with a search for a cure? Because everyone always wants to know that for any serious disease. 
Sure. So obviously, the cure is the ultimate goal. And I, you know, I, one of the, uh, you know, the big imp- uh, things that Michael J. Fox, as a celebrity, has uh, brought on this disease is a lot of resources and and focus. And yes, um, there's a lot of research being um, done in terms of how can we cure this disease? How can we identify it early? How can we follow the disease and, and, and head it off at the path? So there's a lot okay. of work being done in this regard. Wow, and we certainly uh, salute your efforts as well for everything you're putting into um, making the lives of individuals with Parkinson's disease better, if you will. Where can we go for more information about Parkinson's disease and the deep brain stimulation you spoke about tonight? Well, uh, for Parkinson's disease in general, um, I always uh, uh, say to patients, the Michael J. Fox Foundation's website is an excellent resource. Um, Certainly, uh, my group's uh, uh, website, the uh, Center for Neuromodulation at Mount Sinai Hospital, can give a lot of information regarding deep brain stimulation. Wow. And and just really quick, going back to deep brain stimulation, uh, is, is it probably open for anyone with Parkinson's or certain stages of it? It's, uh, it's for certain stages of the disease, but generally speaking, when patients are about year four or five into the disease, that's generally when they become candidates for this uh, procedure. I see. And we certainly thank you for adding hope to this very serious disease. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Take care. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Stay tuned in. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. You know, here on the program, we always put the spotlight on the issues that concern you. Now, incorporating the ideal eating habits and exercise is oh so critical. We've heard that from so many medical experts here on the program. But yet, realistically, it's very challenging for a lot of us throughout the world, especially here in the United States, okay? We do struggle with obesity. We know that. I'm no expert, but here on the show, we do seek those that are, and I'm so honored right now to have the one and only Dr. John Aguanobi on with us. He is the Chief Health and Nutrition Officer at Herbalife Nutrition. He's here to talk about the benefits of a unique concept that I'm not all that familiar with. It's talking about nutrition clubs. Hello, doctor, and welcome to the program. Hi, Shana. Thank you for having me. Now, thanks for being on. Now, I've, I know people go walking with friends. I go hiking with a lot of my friends, and it's really cool. But here is a nutritional club, yeah. and what a great idea. It may have been around for a while, but I'm enlightened by it. Explain. Yeah. Well, we actually have more than 99,000 nutrition clubs around the world, quite a few in the U.S. for your listeners. I'll say this, though. It's really about the fact that the real fact that's backed by science that says If you try to go it alone, you're less likely to achieve your weight loss goals or even your general health goals than if you do it with a group of like-minded people. So we've taken that science and we've built what's called nutrition clubs around the country that support people on their journeys. I love that. So we hear so many adages about do it yourself, go on your home board. And here, Dr. Akinabe, you are pointing out that the fact of when we're in social groups, if you will, it works better. Why do you think it's so helpful to have those social ties? Oh, there, there are so many reasons, but not the least of which is the fact that having caring people that know what your goals are allows you to have a group of individuals who can encourage you, They can track your progress. Sometimes they can help you plan your attack if you're trying to lose weight. More important than that, though, they can help you celebrate your your results when you achieve your goals. I love that. I do want to note that our featured guest tonight, Dr. John Akinobi, from 2005 to 2007, he served as Assistant Secretary of Health uh, for U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. What an honor to have you on, sir. Thank so you. now you're advocating, you're saying you've got to do it in groups when you've got people encouraging you. Now, does it necessarily work with the weight management portion? Because I know we're talking about nutrition and food because we're being encouraged, but when I sit down for lunch, if I'm in the cubicle, I'm alone, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the key is to try to build this into your life. And it doesn't have to be every meal, but it has to be a part of your life on a regular basis. Here's the thing. The three things you have to have. First, balanced nutrition. Second, you have to have activity and fitness in your life. 
And third, okay. we would strongly advise that you have a support system of people who know what you're trying to do and are encouraging you along the way. There will be days where it feels hard. You will be tempted by that big piece of cake. And if you have a support network of people who can ask you at the end of the day or people who can start the day with you, you're far more likely to succeed. Wow. Now, I'm imagining here we are in 2017, Doctor. I'm sure a lot of this may be digital and taken online. Is that, is that right? Yeah. In fact, you can have these social communities built either online or in person. I like them both depending on what goal you're trying to achieve. The key to being successful is to make sure you know inside of you what works for you. What are you trying to get done? What is the goal you hope to achieve? And if you're younger, maybe you like Facebook or you like social and, uh, networks okay, better yeah. than you like in person. Okay, that's fine. So long as you make sure you match up the social network that best fits the goal that you are trying to achieve. Let's speak right now to the young woman. Maybe she's 37 years old. She's had two kids. She lives in Miami, Florida. She wants to be the best she can be. She yeah. wants to be fit. All the other crash diets have failed her. Yeah. She's looking for a realistic way to lose the weight and keep it off. No yo-yo yeah. yeah. dieting. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. saying, I know that one group um, setting like this or one nutrition group doesn't fit all of them. But where does she start trying yeah. to figure out yeah. that she really wants to be successful? Well, I'm going to give that lady two pieces of advice. The first is, this isn't a sprint. It's a marathon. It's about changing your life. It's not about changing a moment in your life. So you have to think of it as a long-term commitment. The second thing is go to Herbalife.com. It's an easy way to get lots of tips on nutrition, on fitness, on physical activity, on nutrition science, and on supplementation with products that can help you on this journey. But more important than all of that, it's a place to connect you to a coach, to an expert, and yes, a place that matches you and your unique goals to a community of people that share those goals and can hold your hand as they too progress down the path you're on. So powerful words, and you said it's not a sprint, it's a journey. And so many of us, we forget, doctor, that we didn't gain the weight overnight, right? We came over time, so we have to be patient. Yes. Thank you so much. And remind our national and international listeners one more time where they can go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight. Thank you, Shana. Go to Herbalife.com. It's a great website, and it can answer most of the questions you might have. May we stay fit and get fit. Thank you for joining us here, Doctor. Thank you, Shana. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866 866- 611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you and what matters more to your household than money. That's right. Finances, all of the things that allow us to pay bills. And I don't need to tell any of our listeners that today's couples are more diverse than ever. But no matter what your relationship happens to look like, every couple has one thing in common, the need to talk about finances, money. And it's not always easy. Now, I'm so honored right now to have a money management coach, Liz Dezeal, on with us to learn some surprising results from a major survey that was done. Liz, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Oh, now I'm happy. A lot of people may not be happy or delighted to talk about money in their relationship. You know, it's one of those topics where, hey, you found the love of your life, someone you want to be with long term, and wait a minute, we have to discuss finances. Liz, is that critical in 2017? Oh, without a doubt. And you're right. People get so nervous to talk about money. And I think, I think they have this fear that it's, it's going to lead them to be one of the couples that, whose relationship ends in divorce. And it's just not it true. Actually, it's counterintuitive that if you don't talk about it, you're more likely to have it become an issue. Um, no surprise here, but we found that 7 out of 10 relationships cite money as a source of tension. 
but it really doesn't have to be that, that bad. It doesn't have to be stressful, and you can avoid a lot of that awkwardness if you start the conversation early okay. and have it often. Okay, so now you're saying you have to put the white elephant on the table. You have to talk about it. And you're right. I've heard a lot of people say actually a lot of split-ups, a lot of divorces uh, may not be over other concepts we think of, naturally. It may be over money. Now, based off of this survey, which I know is pretty eye-opening, who happens to manage the finances in a lot of relationships? Is it the one person? I know uh, 40, 50 years ago more men did in relationships, but, I mean, in 2017, is that changing? I'm sure with women being more educated. It is changing, and I was, I was excited to see this in the survey as well. 54% of couples are managing finances as a team these days, oh. and younger Americans uh, ages 18 to 25 are even 10% more likely to approach their finances as a team. So that old model of one breadwinner and that person calls all the shots financially and the other one's just along for the ride, those days seem to be uh, headed, headed out the door. Oh, wow. Now, tell me this, when uh, anyone, I'm a Generation Xers, we have a lot of millennials that listen in, and a lot of baby boomers, but when I hear individuals say, hey, we do it together, um, which I happen to think is, is a plus, and ideal, but I know as a money management expert, uh, you have to know that there have been some issues that come into play. For instance, I'm just thinking of things that I've known people tell me, is that you're thinking more money is in the bank than it's not. They haven't necessarily spoken with their partner or spouse uh, the last 40 minutes where he or she may have gone and spent money, especially when you're talking about a debit card. Explain. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, you know, only 40% 40, 40 of people said they only have a vague idea of what their budget is. And, uh, it, you know, we wouldn't plan a trip and go on a trip without figuring out how we're going to get there, <laughs> where's the end result. But why okay. do we think we can wing it with financials? I, I don't know. But, um, you know, a lot of couples have this. They have one spender and one saver. And this is what leads to a lot of the, a lot of the tension okay. in relationships. Um, but here's what's funny. Two-thirds of people in our survey think they're the saver. It's just like how everybody's a good driver, right? So um, <laughs> somebody's spending I'm the, the better one. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, you know, it, it'd be great if couples were on the same page about which, what's our limit, maybe a dollar amount, where we do have to talk about it before somebody spends the money. Um, and you're exactly right. You know, somebody goes in and, and empties the bank account right before the other person's about to pay the mortgage. That's not going to work. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I know you've dealt with lots of different uh, individuals as well as couples and families. Would one thing be planning? I would imagine maybe, I know everyone says they have busy schedules, and, and if you throw kids in the mix, it gets even more uh, swamped. I get that. But is it a good time maybe once a month or even several times a month to get sit down and say, this is where we are, this is where we need to be? And, and you don't want to hassle people because, you know, a lot of people in relationships say, I don't want to be overly hassled, but it's a good time to check in and say the money is there, the money's not there before you write a bad check or you can't pay the mortgage or rent? Yeah, it really is. And you could approach it, you know, one of two ways. You could say, um, hey, on the, on the 25th of every month, I'm just yeah. going to update our balances on a homemade spreadsheet and we're going to talk about where we stand and what big okay. expenditures are coming up. Or you could, you could just wait until a big expenditure does arise. Hey, it's winter's here and all the kids are out of winter gear and we've got to go drop a couple yeah. hundred bucks at the store. Let's talk about how's our budget. Is this a good time to do it? Do we need to sacrifice anything else to make that okay. happen? I think it's great if people um, just make it casual, make it regular. Um, just ask your, your partner what they think before you assume that something's good to go. And, you know, we all have those little luxuries and those little extras that we could cut out of our budget yes. if we Absolutely. truly needed to meet a goal that was more important. And that's, that's where money can become a bonding subject for you as a couple. If you identify one goal that's really important, or maybe it's two if you're ambitious, and you say, here's what we're focused on right now, and we're going to skip X, Y, and Z expenditures so okay. that we can make this happen, um, that's going to help you out. Wow. And, you know, Liz, you, you may not be a psychologist. I know you're a money expert, but we've had psychologists and psychiatrists come to the show, and they continue to say communication is key in any family makeup, no matter how it looks throughout the U.S. or outside of the United States. Liz, what an honor to have you on. Where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you talked about tonight? So hopefully they can keep their relationship together. It can stay bonded tight. But all else fails, money did not cause any issues in it. 
You bet. Well, your local bank can be a great partner in terms of tools and, um, and tips to help you stay on track with your finances. At U.S. Bank, we have a program called Start Smart Savings Program where you can set up automatic monthly, tr monthly transfers from your checking account to your savings account, and there's even a $50 incentive if you save $500 over the course of 12 months. You can check it out on our website at usbank.com slash start saving, um, and we have other helpful tips there as well. I love it. Liz, thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. This is award-winning medical correspondent Dr. Bob Arnott, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Welcome back to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you and what matters more than your children. After all, they're your most precious assets. And many of you have expressed that their education is key, but many of you have also expressed uh, some mixed feelings about the testing. Now, as kids are in school right now, many of us know about those standardized testing. Now, how do you approach it? How does it make it stress-free? how to get our kids to do the best they can do. Well, I'm so excited and honored right now to have some individuals on that know a thing or two about that. And they're joining us live from the Pearson Testing Command Center in Iowa City. I'm talking about Stacey Skelly, and she's a, with, uh, she's a parenting expert and also a former English teacher, and she's a Pearson assessment expert, Amy Riley. Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Testing, standardized <laughs> testing to be exact. Uh, many parents go, ooh, wait a minute. So, Amy, tell us uh, about how, what do we do to get our kids to perform the best and keep us right. sane at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> we can do lots of things to help our kids prepare. I think, first of all, talk to them about what the format of the test is going to be. Is it going to be online versus paper? What okay. are the questions maybe look like? And you can get good information about that from your child's teacher. Or if your okay. child is older, have them talk to their teacher about it. Our teachers really you tend to do a very good job about getting our kids prepared for tests. Um, as a parent, also remind uh, students that this is just one day and to make sure that they get a good night's sleep and a good breakfast. I see, and those are key elements that hopefully we would be doing, you know, getting them to have a good night's breakfast and full night of rest. So maybe mm -hmm. if we do have baseball practice tonight before, cut it short or just skip it all together so they can maximize their performance on the test, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. So coaches may not want to hear that, but, hey, Stacey, <laughs> let's talk more about the kid's state of mind, okay? Mm -hmm. I have heard stories of even third graders, very young children, nine years old, for some reason, and for a lot of us, the, the official testing in the United States doesn't start till third grade, sometimes in that setting, but you have nine-year-olds that are already stressed about testing, saying they don't want to do it, they're not good at it. How do we mentally prepare our kids for it? Yeah, I think it's important to really focus on what parents do best, right? I'm a mom myself, and yes. um, one of the best things we do is encourage our kids. So what they've been learning all year long, they've taken tests all year long, and this is just one more big day. So you reference baseball, right? There's big baseball tournaments, and you get excited, okay. but you've practiced for that. Our kids have practiced for this as well. So remind them that it's just one snapshot of how they're performing. It's just one look into what they know and can do. And, and frankly, that as long as they try their best, they'll be there for them. I love that. And, Stacey, I do want to yeah. say, uh, you said for us to be behind our kids and encourage them. For us as parents as well or guardians to be very conscientious of our attitudes towards this time of year, right? Because sometimes I know we don't mean to show them the attitude, but if they say we're stressing about it or not excited, they're picking up on that often, right? Absolutely. And I think, again, it's about telling you it's just like any other big day. Look, we have, we have um, stressful experiences, but this is just one more um, sort of test day. It's just one more way to show um, what, they, what they know and can do. We're putting the spotlight on standardized testing and allowing your kids to be the best they can be and shine. Amy, what do today's annual school tests tell us about individual kids and their learning? They give us lots of great information. First and foremost, how are students performing relative to the state academic standards? Um, what are their strengths and weaknesses? Um, lots of state programs give us information about students' reading levels. Uh, teachers can identify if students might need remediation strategies or even qualify for enrichment programs. These assessments also give us good information about schools, how they're performing relative to other schools in their district, or how districts are performing relative to other districts within a state. We've been looking uh, for the last few years about how we can make this information more accessible. 
where okay. teachers and even parents can make the best possible use of this test information for their students. I see. And you know there is someone out there, maybe it's a grandmother, maybe it's an aunt, or likely mom and dad themselves, and they're saying it's just too much testing. Uh, is there any effort going on um, from your perspective to help improve testing or at least the attitude of testing among the millions of parents having children in the school system? Right, absolutely. I think first and foremost, we have to understand that there is value from these assessments. We do actually learn about what our students know and can do, as Stacey's mentioned. Um, I'm a mom and a former teacher, and I tend to agree there's a very high emphasis on testing. So one of the things that I'm deeply passionate about is how can we make these assessments more authentic and more engaging so that they don't feel as much like I'm stopping my learning to take this test. Instead, maybe I'm using some digital activities like a simulation where it feels okay. like I'm in a science lab and I'm performing different experiments. The teacher can take that information and um, make inferences about what it is that I know. Okay. Wow. So let's continue to be innovative with it. Um, and before we leave, Stacy, I have heard this before. I haven't heard a lot of parents say this, but someone told me you can opt out of testing. Now, from your perspective, of course, you're a parenting expert. Do you recommend that? Is that appropriate for some children? Or I guess the real question is, uh, is testing really advantageous to anyone? <laughs> is there any highlights parents can take from it? Well, yes, actually. On the any reference, we're really focused on giving high-quality information back to our parents after okay. the assessments are taken. So you're getting some information back to tell you, is your kid doing well? Is he doing better than his peers or, or worse than? I see. And is there a way that you can work with your teacher to really focus okay. on the help that your kid needs? Mm -hmm. And do That's you see, for the, for the parent that's saying that you can opt out of testing, do you see that harming the child perhaps or we're just not getting, going to get an accurate evaluation of where the child is? Well, every parent does have to make their own decisions, and each state has different rules about what, um, what students are allowed to do as far as the testing experience goes. Um, but, you know, our, our point of view is that the, the tests give you a lot of good information. It helps um, understand sort of how schools are performing, how districts are performing, and how your kids are performing. Okay, ladies, question of the hour. Can you have a kid that wasn't the best test taker in fourth grade, but he or she can improve by middle school? Is that possible? Or, I mean, you hear the theory that when it comes to standardized test taking, either you're good at it or you're not. I believe that students can do anything, and they can absolutely okay. improve. So uh, I, I think that they can get over those uh, anxieties that they have and yes. uh, give their absolute best shot and be successful. I love it. That's what we want them to be ultimately. Where can we go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? Sure. Best place for more information and hear a little bit about sort of the innovations about the testing experience is at PearsonLearningNews.com. Innovation and testing. I love it. Thanks, Amy and Stacey, for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you for having us. I'm LaAngela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. My name is Shayla. I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here in the program, we put the spotlight on those issues and topics that concern you. And since 1970, Earth Day, which is on April 22nd, has provided a reminder of the need to protect the planet and conserve natural resources. Well, just in time for Earth Day, we have a very special and exclusive interview with the one and only Sean Seipler. He's CEO of Clean the World, which is the world's largest nonprofit organization that collects discarded soap and shampoo from the hotel industry to help those in need. Sean, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Shana. Glad to be here. What an honor. Now, do explain your organization's mission because it sounds pretty neat. Well, I founded Clean the World in 2009. We're a global nonprofit. I was a frequent traveler going from hotel to hotel, and I noticed that the little bars of soap and little bottles of shampoo uh, were not being taken with me. So I asked the hotels, what happens to that stuff? They said, we throw it away. I thought that was a, a shocking answer, so I figured out how we could take the used soaps and bottles from hotels, recycle those items, and send them to children and families all over the world who in so many cases were literally dying because of a lack of proper hygiene. Wow. And so for many people sitting in the United States, and certainly there is poverty in the U.S., I don't want to dismiss that, but they're thinking, well, you mean no access to uh, simple hygiene items? How can that be in 2017? 
Well, you know, in the United States, we have more than 40 million Americans on uh, food stamps on the SNAP program. And, of course, when flu season comes along, we tell everybody to wash your hands so you don't get sick. But, unfortunately, food stamps cannot be used to purchase hygiene products. So we partner with organizations like Hilton uh, out of the Homewood Suites and Embassy Suites. We actually collect all of those used bottles, repurpose them, and put them into hygiene kits that are distributed to local domestic homeless shelters and relief organizations so we can serve Americans who also need access to proper hygiene. Wow, I love it. So it's helping your neighbor and helping our international neighbors as well. Now, explain your connection to Earth Day. Well, Earth Day is the time of year that we really think about the environment, preserving the environment, and, and, and you know, staying, for instance, at uh, sustainable and green hotel brands who are really committed to the environment. Uh, one of our partners, Home Two Suites, who runs our program, um, it, it completely uh, uh, from a sustainability perspective uh, is doing the right thing, uh, whether it be uh, they have recycling containers across their public areas and in their rooms, they're recycling soap and bottled amenities with Clean the World, uh, and they have sweet keeping standards that reduce energy and cost. So, you know, Earth Day is about reminding consumers that we need to make the decisions based on protecting and preserving our environment. Wow, and that's so important, again, connecting us um, as a global community. I want to go back to something. Um, so we found out here at the show um, that it, there are diseases that seem so common here in the U.S., right, when you think of childhood um, diarrhea, if you will, or other uh, GI issues, that in other countries it can actually be deadly because of sanitation procedures. Is that correct? And I know your company organization is helping with that battle. That's correct. Pneumonia and diarrheal disease are two of the leading causes of death amongst children under the age of five worldwide. They kill more than 5,000 children every single day. We have found, and countless studies show, that if we just give those children soap and teach them how and when to wash their hands, that we can cut those deaths in half. So in eight years, with partners like Hilton, Clean the World has distributed 40 million bars of soap to kids and families in 115 countries globally. And the 750 uh, embassy suites, Homewood suites, and Home 2 suites out there are recycling their soap every day so that we can save lives around the world. Wow. What a great platform your organization is doing. How can someone sitting in Orangeburg, South Carolina, help? Number one, book at a Clean the World Hotel partner. Stay at a hotel such as an all-suites Hilton Hotel okay. that is implemented and is recycling our recycling program. You can also visit cr.hilton.com to get in more information on our program and on the uh, great sustainability initiatives uh, implemented by Hilton All-Suites Properties. And those listeners of ours that have uh, small businesses, I mean, they can also join forces? Without a doubt. We will take used soaps and bottled amenities from, uh, from folks across the country, uh, stay at hotels that are operating our program, and just be very conscious as we uh, enter Earth Day uh, to make green, sustainable decisions uh, across our, our daily lives. Absolutely. And I know, Sean, you would agree Earth Day is important, but also to make these decisions past Earth Day, April 22nd, right? Every single day we should be thinking about this beautiful earth that we're on, how to protect it, uh, and how to do things and make decisions that uh, will preserve uh, our environment. Sean, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? You can go to cr.hilton.com for more information. Thank you, Sean, for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you, Shana. Thank you, Shana. Bye-bye. Hi, this is College Senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shana Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. What a show. What a lineup. You have to join us next Tuesday night, same time, same place, for our live broadcast. But remember, if you happen to miss any part of this episode and you want to go back and listen to it, we do offer on-demand listening at your convenience. Simply visit ltaradio.com. I can also save you some time if you have an Apple device or an iPhone. Simply go to iTunes, and you can research Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show and 
and there you can listen to any of our episodes at your convenience. Again, we make it easy. So check us out. We're on TuneIn. We're on SoundCloud. You can find us anywhere. And don't forget Blog Talk Radio, of course. All right, everyone. Well, you know we offer timely news, great talk, and also phenomenal music here on the show. And tonight I am so excited to present the one and only music of Sean Mixon. The name of this track is Can't Bring Me Down. Can't Bring Me Down, of course, by Sean Mixon. A special hello to publicist Nikki Smith out of Texas. Thanks for all of your support. Remember, if you're an independent artist and you want your music aired, hey, connect with us. Simply send us an email at admin at ltaradio.com. We are in your community. Remember to visit our website, ltaradio.com. Hey, use the hashtag LTA Radio as well. Let others know if you're listening to the replay podcast or you're tuned in live listening to my voice now, either way, it's fine. Use hashtag LTA Radio on your favorite social media website so everyone can know that you are tuned in. Have a great week. Make it your best one yet. We will close out on the tunes of Sean Mixon. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show with an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Views of our guests are their own. They do not reflect those of the production team of Let's Talk America Radio. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. No. Mm-hmm.